everyone, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host, my name is Chloe, and I am so excited for this episode because it's been in the works for quite a few weeks now. I am sitting next to a very good friend of mine. She has been on the podcast before. Uh, she's an amazing hairstylist, amazing friend, amazing person, and I'm very excited for what we're going to be talking about today, Introdu- or reintroducing Sienna Wood. Hi, how are you today? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited for this. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now, so it's, yes. a, it's exciting to be sitting down finally talking about it. Um, so I guess we could just, just dive right in. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I kind of want to ask you first, so how this topic came to be, we're going to talk about a little, a couple things, but a few weeks ago, Sienna was like, I need to send you this podcast, and you need to listen to it, and then, like, we need to do a podcast on it, because, like, I don't know, we've, we've just had lots of deep conversations, like, kind of about this topic, but I don't think we under like, we I don't think we fully realized that we were talking about this in some ways, but I don't know, this just, like, it, it was, like, we we've kind of understood this concept in the past, and I think we've talked about it definitely, but not in this exact way. And I think, at least for me listening, I heard a lot of things that resonated that I, like, just didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I've never heard it worded that way before, you know? Like, yeah. I've heard a lot of things phrased in a way where it just, like, made more sense for me. Um, and I think that's the same for you. But um, I guess I want to start by just asking, like, what, what's the, like, main, like, like, when, okay, so, like, if I, when you gave me this podcast before I listened to it, and you said you've been trying to talk to your friends about it. Like, what? how do you start this conversation? Like, what do you kind of... What, what stuck out the most that is just, like, on your mind, I guess? Well, I guess for me, it was just such a huge revelation because I've dealt with these issues my whole entire life. Didn't understand why. And I feel like this podcast just gave me, like, all of the answers. Um... But, I mean, and I just tell other people because I think it could benefit everybody because I think everybody um, deals with depression and mental, like, illness in some degree. Like, yeah. it definitely affects everyone. Like, everyone has those moments where mm-hmm. it's like, what am I doing? Like, oh, my God. Like, I hate yeah. this. Like, so, and this podcast just gave me a different perspective that wasn't, like, therapy or I mean therapy's cool but like it basically just made me feel like there's nothing wrong with me um it's just life mm-hmm. it's just simple it's more simple and it doesn't have to be so serious mm-hmm. and like complicated yeah which I just think everyone can benefit like that's why I want to tell everyone that's why I wanted yeah. to do this podcast because I think everyone can yeah get something from it and even those few it's people very that, deep but yeah, yeah yeah and even those few people but i think that's what the podcast in a way does it does go deeper but it also takes the pressure off to like like it's not as heavy like it's still yeah. deep but it's not as like yeah heavy but even if some people don't go through like there's those rare occasions where someone's like oh i don't know what depression is like, like yeah i'm like how <laughs> like what is that like but even if you don't experience it you probably you, you not not even probably you definitely know someone that also that does experience it and like yeah. you know people affect other people so it's like it, it's gonna this helps everybody um i so this podcast was 
kind of started like I just kind of I told Cian I just kind of took some notes on like just whatever stuck out to me and I thought we could just kind of talk about like whatever 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 it uh you know instigates but the first thing that I was well the first thing that she kind of talked about in the podcast was like identity and just kind of like why are we so hung up on it and how it's so it's so it's it's there's so much pressure on people to figure out like who they are yeah you hear like you need to find yourself yeah like. and everyone especially since i just turned well i just i'm about to turn 21 but like i'm 20 and so a lot of people are like ooh, like you're about to like embark on like you know finding yourself and like your 20s is such a great time to like explore and like you know yeah like find your identity and it's like there's so much pressure in yeah that. like there's just no need for that pressure there's so much pressure and then it makes you feel bad. Yes. When you don't. Because you're like, what? Like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm not doing anything right. Like, but yeah. it's not, it's not like that. And the weird thing about you sending me this podcast at the time that you did, I don't even know if I'd mentioned this to you. The, what I've been doing in therapy lately is like parts work and like, like work, like finding and like working with different parts of myself. Because I was, I've been telling her how growing up, I was always, like, if you're into astrology, I have a Gemini moon, and I'm a Pisces sun. So I have, like, my very emotional side, I have my very logical side, and, like, I don't know, with that Gemini moon, you just, you just be having, you you see a lot of, I don't know, I see, I see a lot of perspectives, and I'm very... Like, I've just always been someone that conflicts my own self. Like, I'm very... Like, my thoughts are very conflicting. Like, I always... Like, I see both sides mm-hmm. of things. Like, I've always been someone that, like, will contradict my own self within, mm-hmm. like, my thoughts and my actions. Because, like, again, I'll see both sides. And so it made me really struggle because I felt like I didn't have an identity that I, like... I, like, I wasn't one or the other. I was both mm-hmm. and neither at the same time. And I think there's more people like that out there and, like you know, if you do have a strong opinion about something, that's awesome. Like, there are things you're going to have opinion upon. But we also change a lot. Like, everything's fluid. You don't have to be stuck in one thing. And that's the other thing, is the pressure to find yourself. You could find what you like, and it not even be Mm -hmm. important to you in five years. Like, like your identity is always changing. And, like, finding yourself in your 20s, okay, you might find the 20-year-old version of you, but what about the 30-year-old version or the 40-year-old version? Right. I didn't even think about that. There's so many, like, as you get older, even just like the individual years, like I was not the same person I was last year. Like so much can happen, but I and don't I know. think like another thing that like stuck out to me. I think literally Jim said this when I was like trying to tell him about it. He was like, "It was kind. It's kind of like like the meaning of everything. Like the meaning of like life. Like you can give it meaning, mm-hmm. but he like you don't. There is no meaning. Like, mm-hmm. but you can give it meaning if yeah. you want." But yeah. don't, like, think, like, oh, my God, like... But it doesn't have to. I'm, like, the hero, and, like, this is, like, a movie, and, like, I need to, like, do all this mm-hmm. stuff, because yeah. it's not even like that. Yeah. Because it's The whole easy point to get... is to just, like, experience everything. Yeah. And not take it all... Like you said in the very beginning of this episode, like, it doesn't have to be so serious. And that... Uh, I mean, again, that goes back to the pressure. Like, it just... It takes the fun out of everything. And, like, yeah. finding yourself whatever that means or whatever version of it you may do because you might not actually find yourself like you might find different parts of you but like that journey should be fun in itself that shouldn't be yeah. like a, a it should i don't know it shouldn't be something that's anything but that it shouldn't have to be 
this deep, heavy, intricate process. Like, it is intricate, it is complex, but it, it doesn't have to be so, like, it just doesn't have to be so serious. You can be a lot more relaxed. Um, yes. And I feel like when you take the pressure off of anything, that's when stuff starts to happen. Like, when you let go yeah. of any type of expectation, that's really when stuff happens. And when you think about it, like, trying to, like, find yourself and, like, find your identity and, like, it's really, it can be, like, in the podcast they said, like, it can be, like, the root of a lot of, like, unnecessary suffering mm -hmm. because you can't control what's going to happen yeah. and your personality and your identity is just a mixture of, like, things that have happened to you and how you respond to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What did, she said something, like, how... Well, she brought up how people say that, like, suffering is inevitable, but she was like, it's not, like, you, you choose to suffer, like, you make yourself suffer. It's something else that's inevitable. I don't remember the exact word that she used. But it was it was something like like there's like obstacles like there's yeah. there's situations that come up but like the suffering part of it that's when you have to zoom out and yeah. say like okay this is gonna pass yeah but like what you said like with growing up and stuff like I literally wrote this down in my notes how she said when struggling with identity people tend to try to find it within someone else like they can't seem to find it outside of their own traumas and I don't know it's just like yeah <laughs> like that's mm -hmm. so true and unfortunately i think most people have to go through yeah like that process of like you know attracting slash being attracted to their trauma basically and like people that have went through similar things or people that like represent you know a person or uh you know yeah, like a person or relationship that you'd had in the past that was really toxic and how it just kind of manifests into your life until you learn whatever lesson you have to learn from it. But, um, yeah, that's very... That's also, like, very dangerous because if there wasn't pressure on finding your identity, people wouldn't look for it so much in other people. Yeah. Because, like... And, and, and I think that's why they look for it in other people. It's because you're not going to find one concrete yep. answer with yourself. Exactly. So they're like, okay, I got to go externally. But it's like, no, like, you you don't have to do that. But um, what else did I write? Um, and this is very just, like, philosophical and just, like, uh, it's just a, an option. Like, you know, <laughs> you can, like, yeah. be mindful and, like, you know, you can find yourself. But yeah. it's not the answer for everyone. No, you can. Yeah, yeah. You definitely can. And I th I just think it can be... It's very different for everybody. I just think people should be taught that. I feel like it's not ever spoken yeah. of. Like, I really didn't even yeah. think, like, yeah. this or, like... And you can learn understand. a lot from attracting, like, that same toxic relationship. Like, you, you will find parts of yourself, yeah. like, but you know, it might not always be the most comfortable thing. And it usually it, you, you find, I don't know. It's, it's, you can, you can learn a lot without having to like search for it in someone else. But the point is you don't have to, like, if you feel stuck with finding your quote unquote, finding yourself within your own self, that doesn't mean you have to go and look for it in someone or something else. Mm -hmm. You could find some parts of you, but that's not like the end all be all way to do it. Um, 
But, oh yeah, she talked about, and I mean, I don't have BPD, so I can't, like, speak from personal experience, but she talked, she did bring up, she brought up mental health in general, but, but like, she I, she brought up BPD specifically yeah. a couple times, and oh, there's another podcast that Sienna sent me today, and that was talking a little bit more about that side of things, and how, you know, we're taught there's, like, this chemical imbalance, and, like, you know, like, in for, compared to some people, it's like, yeah, it might be different levels of certain things, but, like, that's how you were born, so in, like, some sense, like, some could say, like, that's exactly how your brain is supposed to be functioning. Yep. With. Yeah, it's a just, myth. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with us. Yeah. Like. <laughs> There's no chemical imbalance. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's. Um. Yeah. And it's like, and <laughs> it's like, and I mean, there was one, I, I don't know if it was like a doctor or a nurse, but there was some, someone in the medical field that I had talked to like years and years and years ago, like when I was younger, because I was very against starting medication for my depression, and then when I got hospitalized, they were like, no, you need to be on medication, like, this is happening, and it's like, it can, for some people, help a little bit, but it shouldn't be the first thing you go to, and it shouldn't be the only thing that you rely on, like, it still takes the other work, you know what I mean, like, and what, the podcast today, they said something about how, excuse me, the depression was, like, a response to like traumas in life and stuff like that and it's like it's more about like the response to the environment rather than yeah like, what's wrong it's with an you. adaptation yeah it's more like okay what happened to you not like what's wrong with you yes like, it's that's not the question you should be asking it should be like what happened what to happened you? to make you feel this way yes and then how do i make sure that doesn't happen again so i don't feel like that there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with our brains we're not just we're not just yeah depressed because we're born like that like no something happened yeah yeah but um i wrote down about the quote uh, like literally in quotations how do i know if it's me or my mental illness and this just brings it back to like again the core of the issue can address like all of the questions and like the concerns like, again, like, instead of, why are you acting like this? Or, like, what's wrong with you? It's, like, what happened to you? Like, let's go to the yeah. core of the issue and not just treat, like, the outside symptoms. Yeah. You know? Like, let's not rush to a diagnosis or let's not rush to medication. And, like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, that's the whole, that's, I don't know, that's just a flaw in the medical It's It is, system. and it's very, like, that, it really makes me angry and the second podcast like i'm kind of mad that i just listened to it last night because like that one really like took me um really emphasized how people are just fed up and this medical model of mental illness is not like is not there's no scientific like like it's just not real like people just did this you know pharmaceutical people want to just give you the pill and be like here but no like that's just not it and if that were the way it was like if there actually was a chemical imbalance and you know all this stuff and these medis like medications were working and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like in the podcast they said like people would be getting better Mm -hmm. like yeah it just gets worse and worse like more people are depressed every single year like the statistics Mm -hmm. are just like worse and worse and worse yeah 
as time goes on and people are getting fed up because when she said that i was like i personally (laughs) exactly like for me it was like when i first like started actually getting like depressed and anxious and stuff when i was like 16 it was just immediately like oh yep here's like medication Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm like i'm really upset that like i just felt like this whole time something was wrong with me like Mm -hmm. in my brain yeah and it's just like that's not true yeah yeah it's like you were put in a tough situation at one point or multiple points in your life and like stuff happened and like that's you're just again i was just just adapting adapting to to my environment like and when especially if it stuff happens at a young age and like you don't have to be super young but like just anything in childhood especially really any point in your life like it can really affect you and Mm -hmm. once it's ingrained in your brain and your body like your body holds on to trauma even if you mentally think you're like healed and you process stuff whatever your body still holds on to a lot of it and so like even if mentally you think you're like fine the second you're put in that situation again like it just it can trigger some type of reaction that's not you it's it's the it's the response that your body mm-hmm. learned it had to do to survive um i i i wrote down when she said this i was like this is a great way of putting it for people who don't understand like because sometimes it's very hard to grasp the concept of like uh observing your thoughts mm-hmm and she said the brain is an orchestra without a conductor and like i don't know it's a great way to put it because like we can't control the thoughts that happen and like you know you can you can kind of you can observe the thoughts and you can choose whether you react to them or not but like at the end of the day especially with trauma response you can't control how your body naturally wants to respond yeah and i like I don't know, and there's there's some gray area with that, and like I don't know, I understand it doesn't apply to every like it to some extent. Like mm-hmm. obviously, it's like I'm not saying that's an excuse for you to do something mean to someone, like if they trigger you or whatever. But you know what I mean. Like you can, like the thoughts are gonna pop up that your body's naturally inclined yeah. to do. But like there's no, and there and there's no control over it. You can't control it, and I think that's another thing that people. It, it can it that pressure that you have to control your thoughts like that's such a myth like i think people think yeah. meditation and mindfulness it's not being totally silent in your head and not having thoughts and like controlling your thoughts you can't control your thoughts no, you can you control can your reaction to it yeah yeah, exactly. yeah you can control if you do something about it but you don't have to control or you can't actually control the thoughts that pop into your head but i just thought that was i don't know i was just like yes that's that's so good um what else did I write? Um, I wrote, what does releasing need to find identity do in regards to self-esteem? Oh, yeah. And, like, what does that mean? I, I want to know your thoughts on this, too. Like, how, like, so, there, because she, cause she was saying, like, you know, like, encouraging to release that, like, need for identity. But it's like, okay, how does that tie into self-esteem? Because it's like, obviously there's some i don't know because there's because there's self-esteem and then there's like straight narcissism Mm -hmm. you know like there's there's obviously like 
a fine line between like one and the other but there's also a lot of gray area for some people I think um but I don't know I just wanted to what what are your thoughts on that like how and what is like what is self-esteem to you do you think I guess self-esteem to me is just how I feel about myself and lately after yeah. uh, listening to this concept and this podcast um, I've just learned to just be nicer to myself mm-hmm. and really not pay attention to a lot of you know once I let go of all that pressure I just kind of I don't I mean I it's really that's really a hard question for me mm-hmm. um no it is for me too that's why I didn't answer <laughs> yeah no exactly <laughs> that's I why mean, I asked it, you. <laughs> but it really it's tough and even before the podcast I didn't really know what that meant exactly I guess what it meant like I really for me, think it is though like I agree I'm the same with like it's how you feel about yourself yeah and after listening to that I'm realizing like okay I am living on this earth like there's nothing I can do to change that so I'm just gonna try and do the best I can be happy and just go go with it (laughs) so like that's really yeah how that's helped and like that has helped me because I'm just like dang like that's okay it preserves energy when you react like that like what's the point of it stopped me from so it's it just helped me so much and I've just been it's just crazy that I never I went through years of just like suffering for what like Mm -hmm. so I'm just really happy that I have this information now Mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to talk about it yeah yeah I feel like everyone should a reminder is always necessary Mm yeah and I think and like that's that I feel like that's how it is with a lot of things at least for me like that's why I feel like for me at least affirmations are very helpful because you do need that reminder like because we get triggered and we get sucked back into stuff sometimes yeah but like the more you practice like you know and like the more you remind yourself like the more you kind of retrain you know your body and your subconscious of a new way to react to things and like that you're safe and you're not in the same situations that you were in and like yeah like you can just do the best you can and let go of all the pressure that society puts us under i don't really know who came up with all this but it's just a (laughs) passing show yeah yeah um oh but i i also liked how she talked about like kind of back to the thoughts like passing by she said instead of like how did instead of asking like how does it make you feel ask what's happening right now because it kind of like yeah encourages you to observe and not judge and like kind of detach from the feeling like, yeah and disidentify from the feeling because like you know a lot of times and like I do this too and I need to remind myself too like you know you'll be like I'm sad or I'm this I'm this I'm this and it's like you just automatically like attach yourself to it Mm -hmm. and a lot of people say that like with mental health stuff it's like oh I am depressed I have depression or like I have this and it's like I I don't know like it just it becomes people's identities and it doesn't have to be and because like there are so many 
and that, and that's why it's so important to let go of the need for identity because the second that attaches to your identity that like that's like the main focus like because yeah. you don't think there i don't like we think there ha- it's like one identity and it can be a lot of different things at a lot of different times so it's like the moment you find that one identity even if it's not the most appealing we we kind of stick to it yeah. and just kind of we're trained to protect our identity like we're told to find it and protect it so it's like once you get some sense of identity even if it is just being depressed or anxious or whatever it is we hang on to it and because it's comfortable and people don't like getting out of their comfort zones and yeah I don't know I just was like that's so good to start doing that and I want to try to make sure I ask that too like you know if I like you know my I'll, I'll have talks with my sister you know and like I don't know if something happens like I want to, and just in general with anybody, I want to, and even to myself, I want to be able to ask instead of like, how are you feeling? Like, like what's happening? Cause it's like, yeah. it's, and, and that's that way you take it more of like an observer standpoint. Yeah. And I feel like journaling in that perspective too is also a really great way to go about that. If like, that's how you process stuff or maybe with your therapist, instead of explaining, you feel that way, like go and say like, this is what's happening. And, like, like, this is what my body's doing. This is what my mind is doing. And, like, I don't know. You just, you don't have to attach to the identity. Because thoughts and emotions pass by. Mm-hmm. They can be really tough and heavy in the moment, but they pass by. Like, you experience the emotion, but you're not the emotion. But, yeah, that, I feel like that needs to be reminded a lot. But, um. I also wrote down without the glue of a narrative about me the different Mm -hmm. selves we have are completely different depressed versions completely different from the the content version and like so on and i this also was like i was talking to my roommate about this i was like oh my god like this this is so true because like this is and like this is what I was saying at the beginning, like how I've always been contradicting myself. It, it literally makes me invalidate my own self. Mm -hmm. And I get like mad at myself because it's like, I have two sides. I have a very, you know, and a lot of people have two sides of stuff. Like, you know, there will be like a very productive version and then there will be a more lazy version and like, or, or you're simply just tired and you're, you know, you don't have that same type of energy. And like, that's the other thing. Every day is different. Like Mm -hmm. you're not the same exact person every single day and that's okay. And that's normal. But you can't identify with like only one or a few traits because then that just invalidates your other side exactly your other days like the bad days we have this like idea that like okay like everything's like happy and like normal and like if something makes you like upset that's like bad like yeah and it makes us feel bad it's like oh my god but you have to experience like negative things yeah like yeah and like women aren't allowed to be angry men aren't allowed to be sad and like exactly it's just like you can experience things and, and like the people that are so anything like yeah. it's just like this is just yeah like, is happening like, and you know how there are some people like specific i'm thinking of one specific per- like person that i work with that's like just super i don't know and they're just you know there are those people in general that like are just they stand out because they're they're just extra friendly they're extra they're extra kind to people that mm-hmm. they interact with. You know, there are just some people that are just, like, super, super sweet people. And even though you might not see another side come out very often, like, 
there still are days where they're gonna get upset by something yeah. or you know angry about something and like that's okay like that's allowed and I feel like there's so much pressure to like always be good and yeah. like I don't know it's like it's like the one friend that is super uh productive and whatever like all their friends will go to them and ask for advice and stuff and it's like you can do that but also like don't put them on a pedestal because they're mm-hmm. a human too and they're gonna experience stuff as well like I don't know there's 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 different parts of us and that's okay and you can't attach to one or the other because then you invalidate yourself because then like if you think of yourself as a productive person and then you have a day where you're lazy that's gonna make you feel so guilty for nothing for literally nothing because no one's judging you for it you're you're judging yourself for it exactly and yeah i don't know that's hard and also like while you are saying that like it just made me think of like the end quote that like she says at the end of the podcast which is like 99 percent wait i just messed up this quote no you're fine what is it it. the end quote oh yes i'm it's why are you unhappy the answer to why you're unhappy is because you always try to please yourself and there isn't Mm. a self it's something along those lines. Oh, you know, yeah. It's like no, that's 99% bell. of everything you do is for yourself, and there isn't one. Yeah. That's what the no, 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 no. That's, yeah. Yeah. And there, yeah. And I saw, like, when I was going through the article, I was going through the article that she was talking about in that podcast again today, and it said, like, yeah. um, there's, like, me, like, the me in, like, the world. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you are, like, inside yourself. There's, like, your own narrative, like, that voice in your head that talks to you all the time, constantly. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, some hero narrative that, like, you know, main character, whatever. Um, And, what? (laughs) It's just, it's just not that. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And if you think like that, you're just gonna be disappointed. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And that, like, ties in a lot. I think this would also help people grasp, like, sh- what shadow work is and, like, mm-hmm. what your shadow is. Because, like, going back to, the, like, you know, if you think of yourself as, like, a productive person. Like, like, if you – anything in general, like, if you think of yourself as, like, a this light being and, like, only acknowledge the light parts of yourself – there is always a dark side. Everyone has dark moments and everyone has a dark side. And so when that side comes out, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost stronger when you don't acknowledge it and when you ignore it and when you judge it and when you try to suppress it. And I feel like that's when it, like that literally just like makes it darker. Like it makes it even harder to like lighten it, you know? And I don't know, like just, just being able to, acknowledge and accept that you have both parts is just the first step in doing any type of shadow work and healing any type of the darkness because it's there whether you want it to be or not and then when you're able to do that when you get triggered it's like less intense you know because you're you've you've worked through and you've been able to like acknowledge it if you can't acknowledge it at all it literally has control over you and you don't have exactly like you, you can't do anything about it in that moment and just the amount of moments that i've had um where i know 
before like kind of realizing these concepts mm-hmm. um i've experienced moments that would have just totally like ruined like my day or like just made me feel awful and just yeah. have all this control over me and i've yeah. just like after knowing this stuff i've just learned to just not care yeah like, and, like take it just doesn't less yeah personally exactly it's like that's like you know yeah you you control how you react to stuff mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. and like i feel like that's another side effect of working on your shadow is because when you do sh- when you're because your shadow like especially if you don't acknowledge it in yourself that's when you project onto others and you judge yeah. other people for it like like she said something about how like the things that make us the most angry are the things that like we need to work on the most within ourselves and i don't know that's just like so true that's just, i just think a lot of people need to hear that and probably need to hear it more than once and like it is one of those things that you kind of have to remind yourself but just like i don't know like i just anyone listening i encourage you to just just like when you get triggered when you get pissed off at people just try to like take a take a breath take a step back and be like okay why is this making me so mad like why is this person's like why is this person's energy or their personality or their their habits like why why is this making me so upset and it's like half the time most of the time it's usually because you want that in some way or you you know you it just triggers you in some way and it it brings up something and if you suppress it you can't work on that and then it makes you you know pissed off at people for no reason like literally no reason over things that you can't control mm-hmm. because they're them and they're, and you're you and yeah it just it just makes it life a lot less stressful and it just helps you preserve your energy because that's just such a waste of energy in my opinion but it's it's hard it's a it's a journey it's a process it is very hard because our society is just not built to think like that yeah i don't think like it's very like like there is a line where you have to protect yourself you know yeah and it's and it's hard because i lost my train of thought <laughs> this is all very like just insane like this is it's very like a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know how else i had so many it. like moments when i was listening to yeah podcast, like the whole time I i'm like, just like realizing yeah Ooh, she said something at it was like towards the end she said something like what would you do or what would a day in your life it one more time <laughs> <laughs> what would a day in the life look like if you weren't preoccupied with yourself and I was just like, you know, I'm a pretty anxious person. Like, I I get way too in my head. Like, I'm way too occupied with myself in that sense sometimes. And it's getting better. Don't get me wrong. But, like, when I go to the store by myself, when I'm in public and, like, something slightly, in, like, uh, like, out of plan or, like, out of what I, like, intend for to happen. Like, you know, when, like, things just, like, don't go how I expect it, like, naturally causes me to, like, panic a lot. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I, I like being that. in control. I like feeling like yeah. I'm in control. And so it's like, and it, 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 I don't know. It's like, what if I just, like, what would happen if I just don't get in my head that, like, if I just don't focus on myself, I don't think about embarrassing myself or 
making other people upset or like like what if i just literally get over myself like what would happen honestly life would be easier because no one is thinking about you that hard like yeah (laughs) nobody is thinking about you that hard because everyone's focused on themselves everyone everyone has that that voice in their head yeah everybody does um but yeah and she talked about how embracing your insignificance can help you enjoy the present even more so and i was like that's such a great that's such a great reminder in itself yeah every day at some point i'm always just saying like okay i'm just an organism like on the earth yeah there are a couple times where like and my coworkers literally laugh like i'm crazy but i like will just randomly be like none of this matters <laughs> and they're all Me like too Haha. And I'm just like, no, like, for real. I literally was at work, and I was it like, I'm just an organism matter. on the earth. Yeah. And they were like, what? Like, one of my friends at work, she, like, she takes pride in her work, and she works really hard. So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but, like, there, uh, okay, there are some amazing members at the gym that I work at. There are some amazing connections and friendships I've made. But there are also some members that tend to have a lot of complaints and just a lot of things to say about just anything and everything. And quite frankly, I feel for them because I, again, like, you know, this is an example, like they're projecting, they, they want to find all the things that are wrong with other people and other situations instead of focusing on themselves. And it's, you know, that's, they, they still have, they need to listen to this podcast really, but I'm bringing this up because my friend, she'll get, Sometimes she's like, I don't really care at all. But then there's there, every once in a while she'll actually get, like, pissed off. And it's not more so about the comment. It's more about just the fact that people are complaining, you know? She's like, they're literally complaining about nothing. Like, this is, like, it's so annoying. Like, and it's like, I get it. But I'm also, like, I'll tell her, I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. And it's not even about you. It's, like, and also she's not in management so she doesn't have to hear about it like from them direct you know what i mean like it's not like yeah i don't know it's like okay and your manager knows who you are your manager knows like your boss knows like the all the work that you put in your boss knows that this is just a member that loves to complain like so it it doesn't matter like it, it doesn't matter it's not about you and again it's really hard because we're not trained to like think like that and respond Mm -hmm. like that but I don't know, like, so people need that reminder where it's just like, dude, like, zoom out, disidentify with the feelings, detach for a second, and I don't know. Uh, there's no, like, there's no set personality that you have to have. But um, I have two more things I wrote. What, oh yeah, well, you already said this. No one is as worried about you as you are, which is very true. And then... I wrote, you had to be brave to accept us. Why did I write that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally the very last thing that I wrote, too. You have to be brave to accept us. I do remember writing that and thinking, like, and being like, yeah, this, this is good. Okay, wait, you have to be brave to, I wonder if I, like, you know when you're thinking. Did you not finish? I I wonder if I I didn't finish. I just, like, forgot. Or I, like, instead of, uh, like, you had to be brave to accept 
maybe I meant to write like this or something. Like, you know, yeah. when you're thinking and you're writing and you hear something. Because, like, I'm writing this as I'm listening. So I wonder if I, like, heard, like, my brain just, like, fucked it yeah. up. Yeah. Probably. But the first part of that, you have to be brave to accept. Like, that's, that's, that's a great way to put all of this, you know? <laughs> you like, to be for real. To accept. You really do, though. Because, again, it's. It's, it's tough to get out of your comfort zone. And a lot of people, you know, you're told to find your identity. You're told to act a certain way to protect that identity. And so the second you find any sort of identity, you latch onto it. And it's, it's scary when you think that you have to know yourself. And the next thing it is, it's like you don't know yourself. Like that's a weird feeling to get yeah, used to. Yeah, we don't have to. It's just so unnecessary. Like. It's just so, we just don't have to put ourselves through that. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I knew that sooner. Me too. (laughs) Like, but I'm glad, I'm glad I know it now. Yeah. Maybe there's a reason we are just discovering this concept. No, and I I believe in divine time and stuff like that and, you know, all that. And I think... And also, this is a lot. You can only take so much information at once. Yeah. Like, the universe knew we'd be overwhelmed if it was any sooner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we were prepared. Because that's the other thing is, some people might listen to this entire episode, this episode or the one that we li- that we listen to, and they won't hear any of it. You know, like, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll listen, but they won't hear any of it. And You so, have to really feel it yeah. and be in that situation to, like, yeah, really, like, sit back and be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some stuff like this, like, some people need to listen to it a couple times. Yeah, I definitely could listen to it yeah. multiple times. Um, so, I guess to kind of wrap things up, and I'll, of course, open it to, if you mention anything else that you want to talk about. But um, I wanted to ask in the sense of, like, remind, like, because I'm someone who I need those reminders. That's why I do so many affirmations. Because, like, again, you get caught up in the moment, and sometimes you just kind of... It's, it's, my brain likes to spiral, okay? And so, I guess I wanted to ask you, like, how you're kind of going about, like, incorporating this new perspective into your life. And, like, you said it's been, like, already helping you, like, if you, like, if you want to get into any type of specifics or, like, anything that, like, that you're doing or kind of, like, telling yourself or, like, affirming, like, how are you kind of making sure that this is your new reality in if that makes sense i just know that i'm an open-minded person and not everyone is because Mm -hmm. i've um really had to deal with people who are very close-minded and narcissistic and self-occupied um i've had to deal with that so now that i'm an open-minded person i guess Okay, I literally got so lost and off track. That's what did you okay. ask me? So, <laughs> like, I, I feel like I asked like, you, I was kind of vague, but, like, just, like, how are you kind of going about this, and, like, how has this episode impacted your life already, and, like... I just learned to, like, everything that happens to me, I take a step back and think about it. Any type of emotion that I feel like whoa okay I just like think about like what just happened just put it in perspective instead of just reacting to it because that's what I would do all the time I would just react mm-hmm. react react mm-hmm. and not 
observe and actually think about what's happening. Mm-hmm. And once I look at it and like see what's happening, I'm like, okay, like it's not that serious. Yeah. Move on. Like, and I just keep moving on. Like, just keep going. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not crazy. Humans are so silly. <laughs> it's just like, wild. We just, we just get so focused on the 3D. That's what it is. And I literally have a reminder on my phone. I don't know if I've told you this. That's like, it's literally goes off every day and it says, don't react to the 3D. Cause like, what is 3D? Like the three, the third dimension. Like, like I'm like the physical world, like the material world. Oh. Like, it, it, like kind of going back to like the sense of like divine timing. Like you never know what's actually in the works. Like, yeah. Like this, uh, this emotion that we want to react to and stuff like could actually just be like us getting prepared for what's to come. So it's like, don't react to what's going on in the 3D because there's something much deeper going on in like the fifth dimension, like whatever you believe in, you know what I mean? Like, but like in some way or another, there's always some, something else that's like, it's leading up to, you know, like some Mm -hmm. of the, the, some of the most uncomfortable moments for myself. And I feel like a lot of people were some of the most transformative Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like, you got to be able to learn to like, take that step back in those uncomfortable moments and like just kind of remind yourself like okay i've been through tough moments in the past i can get through tough moments and doesn't not make it tough you don't want to invalidate yourself you Mm -hmm. don't want to invalidate your emotions but you also don't have to like react to them in a destructive way every single time yeah and i have oh my gosh so this is i just want to say this before i completely like forget but it's just really great in the podcast that I was listening to last night that I just sent you, like, in the end, um, the guy was just saying, like, oh my god, why am I losing, it's just so much information. It's a lot, yeah. I'm trying to think, because I did just listen to it. He was saying, it was kind of towards the end. Oh my god. Did you completely lose it or do you I have like a little bit of it? I completely lost it. What were you talking about? I was talking now? about how I said something about how you can like like you like so, like uncomfortable moments being oh, like transformative. Okay, this is what happened. So, okay. Okay. He the 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 guy was basically saying like we are like our biology, like, we are, like, tribal, or, like, not tribal, like, primal, like, human beings, right? And, like, our body, like, our biology is just, like, it doesn't realize that we're in this nine-to-five, you know, type of society. Like, it still thinks that we're, like, hunting hunting and gathering, gathering. you know what I'm saying? So, like, he he said, he used it as an example, like, Back in the day, like, if you were in, like, a clan and you got, like, kicked out of this clan, like, oh, and yeah, were ostracized, yeah. that and just basically getting rejected. Meant, yeah, like, He's it just meant, like, like you yeah. were dead. Like, yeah. if that happened to you, like, you're not in your clan, you're dead. Our body, like, in this society, when, like, the littlest ki- t- kind of rejection happens to us, we go into the, our yeah. body's like, oh my god, we're dead. Like, it's like full but on it's fight not. Or yeah, 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 exactly. But it's it's not. And we yeah. just have to, like, remember that. Yeah. We're not yeah. dying. We're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because he was explaining it. And, like, honestly, it was very validating. Because yeah. it's like, it does, our bodies are, all, like, we are kind of conditioned and, tr- like, in a sense, trained to, like, 
like genetically. It's just our, and it's just every time we feel a certain type of way, it's just our body trying to protect us. Yeah, it's our natural yeah. like inclination. Like it's like when my dogs see a squirrel, they're gonna bark. They want to hunt it down. Like they yeah. want to eat it. Like they like that's what they you know, that's that's what's in their genes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you need to talk about? I just want to say. If you're on any type of medication for any type of, like, mental issue, um, just remember, you don't have to take it. Nothing's wrong with you. You can take it. If it helps yeah. you, great. Like, it's helped just, me. Like, I take back. it. Yeah. But, you know, be aware, like, next time you go to, like, the doctor or, like, anything else, like, yeah. this, and there's nothing wrong yourself. with your brain. There's yeah. nothing wrong with your brain our personality cannot be disordered it's just a label Mm -hmm. like it's just a label and there's nothing wrong with you yeah and you don't have to find yourself (laughs) because it doesn't really exist yeah and we don't know the alternative to this biomedical model like the guy was saying like this is what's happening now Mm -hmm. the alternatives are what we're talking about yeah but i think you know we just haven't gotten there yet like Mm -hmm. but we will get there yeah because people are getting fed up yeah i said yeah (laughs) the more yeah and the more you talk about it like i just learned from that podcast that until like the 1850s um people thought that like people like germs like didn't people didn't know about germs like that's just crazy to me and like We've, like, obviously, so like, improved, like, physically. Like, we've already, like, got, yeah. like, like gone, gone a long way. But, like, mentally, like, not really. Yeah. So. Yeah. He mentioned something about how it was, like, I don't remember exactly what the specifics were, but it was something about how he was, like, yeah, this isn't really correct or supported, but for some reason people just, like, never looked into it. Like, it was suspected, but, like, it wasn't, like. Yeah. Like, no one did anything about it. Which I... Well, because he was saying, like, also, like, back in, like, the 60s and 70s and stuff, like, for, like, schizophrenia, you know, people would be like, oh, there's something wrong with you, take this pill. Yeah. And, you know, all this stuff would go away. Like, they're just giving you a sedative, like, obviously it's gonna go away. Yeah. Like, you're taking away all emotion. Like... Yeah. Obviously... That's why I got (laughs) so irritated, like, because I was on such a high dosage of my medication, I just felt so flat and numb. Like, it literally just took everything out. So I couldn't even, like, reprocess stuff and, like, heal whatever I was internally battling, because I couldn't feel anything. Exactly. So it was like, what the hell? So it ended up, like, kind of doing more harm in some ways, you know, like, because it just made me, like, like, obviously, if I had to feel something, like... My body would hold on to it in a way, but I, like, couldn't actually release it. And so it just would build build up even more over time. So, like, I'd have these, like, deep, heavy feelings. Like, I needed to cry or, like, get something out. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't. Like, it yeah. was, like, just flat. And it was, like, It stuck. numbs. It just, like, it numbs yeah. your emotion. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you just said, you also just said something that made me think of something else. What were we? What were you just talking about? You said something about. Uh, I don't know. 
overwhelmed information. Me too. <laughs> uh, honestly, maybe we can like link the actual podcast and the yeah. articles and stuff. Yeah, definitely. If you actually want to like dive deep and mm-hmm. um listen to it in a more like academic way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because this is, like, our interpretation of it, and, like, obviously... Obviously, after this, I'm gonna think of something, and I'm gonna be like, I should have said this. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Yeah. so, just get into it. Yeah. (laughs) Let us know your thoughts. Um, Is there anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think think we talked about most of the good things. Well... And we can always do a part two. We yeah. can always do multiple parts. Once we this. have more realizations. Oh yeah, this yeah. This should be like a realization series. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, we can. We just like keep everyone updated on like what we realized <laughs> on like our awakening. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, on I a spiritual that. journey right now. I was telling Jim earlier, like, I'm just on a spiritual journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this helped a lot with like the what they refer to as the dark night of the soul, like. I don't know like having that realization that nothing matters I feel like can be very dark at first and in some ways it is in some ways it's it's beautiful like and I think the nothingness yeah. is really beautiful yeah because when yes nothing matters but it's like it makes things that you do choose to like uh pursue it makes and, the little things so much more yeah. special yeah and it makes it extra special when like people like like when you choose to do something because it's yeah. like you don't have to do that at all and you're doing it mm-hmm. and so that's what makes it like so special because like you know I don't know it's just it's cool to think about that but anyway um well thank you so much for being on the podcast of course and thank you for everyone that is tuning in um if you want to message me about any of this if anyone's listening to this whole thing like you're wild yeah you're you're (laughs) wild and you get it but like we love you and we appreciate you um feel free to please follow my podcast subscribe it really helps out the podcast i'd really appreciate it make sure to rate it five stars and again you can message me on instagram let me know what you thought about it let me know any thoughts any any epiphanies that you might have had um any questions that you might have and any topic ideas that you want me to talk about any requests um and then did you want to shout out your hair account oh yeah you can follow my hair account at hair by sienna um it'll also be in the description yeah yeah go support you can find a picture or two of my hair that she did recently which is amazing by the way i wish you guys could see it but i love doing hair you'll have to go see it on her instagram um I think that's all we got. So thank you again for being on the pod. Thanks for having me. Of course. I was so excited. And then thank you all so much for listening. If you made it to the end, you're the best. And I appreciate you. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Give your... uh, (laughs) I almost just... Give your... What? Did you... you, Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That was actually really funny. That was hilarious. Okay. The reason I just started to say that is because at the end of my class, I say it at the end of my podcast in my class, I, I say that, like, you know, the sun will rise, we'll try again. So instead of saying, like, see you guys next time, like I do for my podcast, I said, I started to say, give yourself a round of applause. Oh. Like I do at the end of class. Like, I'll be like, the sun will rise, we'll try again. Give yourself a well-deserved round of applause.
You know what? Do it. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. You two listening, you better be giving yourself a round of applause. All right. Seriously, if you listen, if you're still listening, you're kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> thanks, but goodbye. Until next time.